Good afternoon. I hope you're doing well. It's good to have the opportunity again to talk to, uh, to you, the members of Blossom Valley Bible Church. Uh, it's a real pleasure. Uh, it's a privilege. And uh, it's still kind of an awkward uh, feeling, somewhat awkward thing, talking to uh, the camera, talking to an uh, empty room. Um, but uh, I'm glad you're watching, and I'm certainly glad to do this. I'd like to read four uh, quotations. Um, there, I have on the, the board in this room, and we're in 5B here at church, and I've got several quotations uh, along with maps and other things on the wall, but I can read four of them, and then I'll uh, discuss them in a, a little bit. Uh, okay. The first one is, biblical religion is God-centered, not man-centered. We'll talk about that later. Another one, I'm not giving you the references, it's not that important right now, but... Uh, it's in the notes, that our idea of God correspond as nearly as possible to the true being of God is of immense importance to us. Third one, all these are different sources. The third one, meaningful relationship with God is dependent on correct knowledge of him. And the last one, Every Christian is a theologian. The issue is whether we're going to be good theologians or bad theologians. Our subject is knowing God. Uh, this right now is part one. It's an introduction uh, to the series. This series, what I'm doing right now with the camera, is uh, an abbreviated version of what I've done uh, for my class on Sunday mornings. Um, and of course, that's entirely different people. You can ask questions, get comments, and so forth. We can't do that now, and uh, that makes it challenging. Uh, also, I said it's an abbreviated version. We've spent a long time uh, taking our time on Sunday mornings. Um, this is going to be a little more concise, I hope. Uh, those that know me know that I'm not necessarily concise, but uh, it's learning time, and I'll try to be that. Uh, but today, right now, the introduction lesson um, knowing God is the subject. Now, you, you're more than likely uh, you're aware that J.I. Packard wrote a book, a real excellent book called Knowing God. The study is not based on his book. It's one of the books I have, one of the books that I read and like him. He's a great author, um, but it's not the the basis of the uh, of the study. This subject, knowing God, is a great subject. I mean. Great, not because I'm here teaching it, but it's so important, it's so practical, uh, it's for every one of us, it's not for scholars. People think lots well, of scholars must know it's all of us, and we, we don't do it enough. And so that's part of the goal here that we would study knowing God. Uh, I prepared handouts that go along with the lesson, and even though I didn't talk to Steve yet to uh, get it right, I, I want to attach those to the emails that have the links when it comes out so he has more work. He doesn't know that. He's just figuring out uh, as we go. He's actually paying attention. It's him and I in the room. I think these uh, handouts, which will be attached, will be real helpful because a lot of time I'll talk quickly. I'll mention a verse, but uh, most of the verses I say will be there and other information. My prayer is that you will be engaged in the study that you will begin to get excited if you aren't yet on the subject of knowing God. Uh, if you just sit there and listen, if, if the only question on your mind is, what does Bob think about the subject, then 
it may not grab you, but uh, if you're praying about this, if you're reading the scriptures we suggest, if you're meditating on God and on these scriptures, this is the beginning of a great thing. It's a lifelong study. Okay, no matter how long I talk, we won't even scratch the surface because God is God. And, uh, of course, you can't scratch the surface. You can barely scratch the surface. Um, in Psalm 145, uh, one of the verses in Psalm, 1, Psalm 145 is a great chapter in the Psalms on reading about God, knowing God. One of the verses is, on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your, on your wondrous works, I will meditate. So meditation is a good thing, biblical meditation. There's other, we know other philosophies have their bizarre ideas of meditation, but biblical uh, idea of meditation is a, is a good thing. We want to be like the Bereans in the book of Acts. You recall them, you recall the message about how they examine the scriptures to see if what Paul said was true. And we have that reference in the handout. Uh, tremendous thing. Uh, if you could imagine being uh, a Jewish person back in that day, and this guy comes who's a, to speak to you, and he's a Jew, but he's all excited. The scriptures are fulfilled. The Messiah is Jesus. And you're going, wait, what do you, what do you mean, man? I didn't, it's a carpenter, and I don't get it. But they didn't just uh, reject what he said. They didn't blindly accept it either. They examined their scriptures, the Old Testament scriptures, to see if what he said was true. And of course it was, and many became believers. We want to be like that. We want to do that. My goal is, uh, is a, this is a Christian Bible study. You say, of course it is. But what I mean is with the title, Knowing God, there's a lot of directions we could go that we're not going to go. Uh, what about other philosophies, other religions? They think this, they think that. Well, uh, you know, we'd be here for a long time. My intent is uh, to keep it biblical, starting with we accept the Bible as the inspired word of God that it is profitable for for us. So we want it to be a Christian Bible study. Um, our questions are, they're, they're simple in a sense, they're deep questions, but they're simple. What has God revealed about himself what do the scriptures teach? What do they actually teach? It's not just non-Christians. Christians, you'll get a lot of different ideas about A lot of time there are our own imaginations. Well, I think God is like this. Well, let's see. Does the scripture say that or, or not? Uh, this is not an easy subject. It's a great subject. It's one for everybody. It's not easy. That's why uh, I'm hoping you would be uh, involved in it. Uh, but we're not in this subject, this study, not concerned with other philosophies, other religions. Uh, we want to get to the, uh, the, the truth. I do, uh, even these quotes that I read earlier, they're from various authors. There's some there from A.W. Tozer. I think there was one from R.C. Sproul, one from J.I. Packard. One of the quotes was from the uh, ESV Study Bible. I use materials to read in my study, that's okay, but it's not about what the experts say. I mean, it's me finding out for myself, you finding out for yourself. What is the scripture saying to you? What is the Holy Spirit saying to you through the scriptures? So we use some of these, but I don't mean uh, you uh, trust a statement to be true because uh, Tozer said so. No, no, it's true if it's biblical, not because he said so. So if it sounds like I'm saying a lot of them, I don't mean that that's extra weight 
uh, they are they're more articulate often than the rest of us, more articulate than me certainly, and uh, they're helpful to study. But the authority of Scripture, it's not any uh, anyone at all. Uh, like you, uh, I assume like you, I'm a student of Scripture. And what I mean is this is a lifelong thing. It's ongoing. Um, I try to tell a class, I try to stay like a step ahead of the class in, in the teaching. Yes, I love the Word. Yes, I love studying it. I've done it a while. But, um, you know, we're all in this together trying to understand and learn these things. It's not uh, coming to you as, a, as an expert. Okay, let's... Uh, Think a little bit about the, uh, I looked at the clock there, yeah, my friend, the clock. Uh, these four quotes, I want to say a few things. Again, this is just an introductory to the whole uh, series. The first quote was that biblical religion is God-centered, uh, not man-centered. And uh, you understand this, and we, we often, especially in our day and age, what do we say? It's all about me. And of course, it's not all about me. We do that sometime in our, our, our Bible study, you know, uh, and so forth. Our, one of our key verses in, in knowing God is in Colossians chapter 9, just summarizing, but Paul is writing to them and he's praying that their spiritual, <clears throat> he's praying for their spiritual uh, growth and that they would be increasing in the knowledge of God. That's his prayer for them. That's my prayer for you. It's my prayer for me as well. Uh, this knowledge of God in that verse and, and several other verses in scripture is an experiential knowledge. It's not just an information, it's experience. It's like with a person, you can know about a person or you can actually know the person. This is what we're talking about, it's, it's a, a heavy thing. So, um, a lot of times, here's this big heavy subject in front of us, knowing God, and a lot of times we say, well, you know, what can Jesus do for me? Putting it back on ourselves. But again, biblical religion is God-centered. God's the main character of the book. Uh, you get that throughout the Bible, uh, Psalm 99. Exalt the Lord our God, worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. That's a huge thought right there. Uh, words like holy. Oh my goodness, that's a hard one. Uh, you ought to be sitting in this chair and tell people about being holy. It's hard to grasp, and yet you know that it's true that he's uh, truly holy. The second quote that uh, I read earlier, I'll repeat it again, that our idea of God correspond as nearly as possible to the true being of God is of immense importance to us. Um, as you know, there's many uh, false ideas about God, and if not outright false, at least distorted. But we want to know what the truth is. Uh, not my truth, not your truth, not in my opinion, your opinion, but what is the truth, uh, again, from the Scripture, uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit helping us understand. You can pick Scripture verses out of the Scripture and think they're saying something, but you uh, you need the whole view to understand God. And I think if you're listening, you, you know that. Things like God is a judge and he's also a loving God. And we have these things which to us seem so opposite, and yet they're both biblical. And we'll, uh, Lord willing, we'll get into those kinds of subjects, which are a wonderful subject, although they're, they're challenging. Um, Tozer wrote that. Uh, A.W. Tozer, he wrote this 1961, The Knowledge of the Holy. My favorite uh, Christian book other than the Bible. He also wrote, we must begin to think of God more nearly as he is. Isn't that a great goal? Thinking, it sounds so obvious, but again, we, we get into our, our, I imagine this, I imagine that, but as he actually is, we like to think about him. The third quote that I uh, read, meaningful relationship with God is dependent on correct knowledge of him. 
This came from the uh, English Standard Version Study Bible, which is an excellent study Bible. Our goal is twofold. Our goal, our goal is to attain correct knowledge of God. We want the knowledge to be correct, but it doesn't stop there. We also, our goal is also to have personal and meaningful relationship with Him based on the true knowledge. Uh, you know, relationship when they're based on something false, that's not going to work. We need the truth, but we don't want to stop at just information. That doesn't help anything. But if we have a relationship, which we have right now as believers, but a deeper relationship, we want that based on uh, knowing God. Uh, part of the dilemma for us as humans understanding God, uh, I'll give you two simple statements, and yet mentally they're, they're so hard. Uh, he is Lord God Almighty. Okay, Almighty. He's also our Heavenly Father. Probably you get one of those easily and the other one's harder, but but they're both true. You know, and, and we, how do we grasp those two ideas? The third lesson will be interesting on that subject. The last thing that I uh, read here was, every Christian is a theologian. The issue is whether we are going to be good theologians or bad ones. Uh, this is R.C. Sproul. He was a wonderful uh, speaker and writer. Uh, he's with the Lord now, passed away. I think it was December, something like that, uh, fairly recently. He used the word theology, and don't get scared on the word. Uh, theology is a study of God. You can talk about it a lot of ways, but in a simple sense, it's a study of God. Theology is not just for scholars. That's kind of a lie that goes around, and we want to believe it. Um, this is, again, quoting uh, R.C. Sproul. We cannot avoid theology. As soon as we begin to seek answers to questions like, who is Jesus, or what is God like, we're involved in doctrine and theology. No Christian can avoid theology. Uh, so you're a theologian, whether you like that idea or not. The question is, uh, are you becoming a better one, you know, and am I becoming uh, a better theologian? Um, theology is practical. It's not just information, not just for uh, scholars, but for all of us. When we first heard about uh, the changes that were taking place with this uh, COVID-19 virus, not just the virus itself, but society changes, all these things, uh, so much. The two of the things that I thought of, because I've been studying this subject a while, I, I thought of uh, Malachi 3.6, I, the Lord, do not change. Uh, there's other scriptures, and, and often when you get truths in the Bible, it's not just one verse, there's, there's several. Um, but I, the Lord, do not change. You think in the New Testament, the book of Hebrews, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. So I knew that all of the world was changing in a big, big way that we can't really fathom and even right now don't know where it's happening. God has not changed. God will not change. We have that promise. Not just that he hasn't changed, he will never change. The other scripture I thought of was uh, my favorite scripture, one of my favorites, Isaiah 57, 15. Thus says the high and exalted one who lives forever, whose name is holy. I dwell in a high and holy place and also with a contrite and lowly spirit. Read that on your own. Think on that verse because he's saying two things, saying several incredible things. He's the high exalted one. He lives forever. He's eternal. His name is holy. He's not just that he's, he is holy, but he's holy to the extent that that's his name. And of course, God has uh, many names. He lives on a high and holy place. And that's not, that makes sense for this holy God. He also lives with the contrite and lowly spirit. 
God is with us. We miss church. We wish we were in church. We miss each other. We miss the church facility. We, we miss, this is what we we do. Fellowship is a good thing and, and how we miss it. But in terms of God and knowing God, we know not because we think so, it's an opinion, but from the scriptures that he is with us. He will not leave us. We've said many times, you know, the church is the people, not the building. We and probably went in one ear and out the other. Except right now, we're not in the building. We are still the church. He is still our Heavenly Father. And because of the Holy Spirit, He's with each one of us as believers. So praise God for that. Um, I'm glad you're listening. Um, I look forward to, uh, to our next time together. Praise God. Praise God. Amen.